What's up, guys, and welcome to the Warriors Basketball Podcast. Today is Monday, October 4th, and I'm your host, Sam Orlick. Now, today is a very special day because this will be my first official basketball podcast. So, I wanted to take the opportunity to give a little bit of background about myself, my Warriors fandom, and what made me decide to take my love and appreciation for the Warriors to the airwaves. So, a little bit about myself. I am a Bay Area native, born and raised, and grew up playing basketball at a young age. Um, Ended up doing some youth coaching and uh, very quickly basketball became a very integral part of my life and uh, some of my fondest moments even to this day are going to golden state warrior basketball games with my dad and my brother Uh, we had season tickets for several years uh, most notably through the we believe warriors era and um, on a very special occasion on my 18th birthday, I actually got to go to a game courtside. Uh, it was against the Orlando Magic featuring Dwight Howard. And, um, you know, unfortunately in that game, I think the Warriors ended up losing by by like 20 points. But uh, man, is it something to sit courtside if you've never had the opportunity to do so, um, you don't really realize how freakishly large these athletes are until you see them at scale on the court. Um, So it is no surprise to me to see me here today. Uh, Still a fan for the Warriors, been following them for about 15 years. And, you know, really one of the things that stuck with me going back to the We Believe Warriors and what really birthed my love and appreciation for this team and for this franchise uh, was the underdog mentality. Um, you know, I always found myself at a younger age kind of being a little turned off with the mainstream and wanting to kind of do things my own way. And so, you know, being able to root for the underdog team totally played played into that and um, was a dynamic that I enjoyed. The fact that here's this team that has such rich history and is, um, you know, one of the older teams uh, in the NBA and had experienced such a long drought of not making the playoffs, not having postseason success, and now led by Don Nelson, Baron Davis, Stephen Jackson, and some other players found themselves one of the most exciting teams to watch in the NBA at that time. Um, Upsetting the Dallas Mavericks as the eighth seed, the Baron Davis iconic dunk over Andre Kirilenko where he takes his shirt off over his head. Uh, And I was actually there for that game and... um, you know, one of the one of the things that'll always stick with me is the energy in Oracle Arena. 
And, uh, you know, I've been to the new Chase Center. I saw some games um, before before COVID and everything. And, you know, I, I do like Chase, so I'm not here to talk about, um, you know, boo-hoo, the Warriors left Oracle and left Oakland, but I can um, just appreciate how special that building was and the energy that all the fans brought to that arena, especially going back to that We Believe team. And, you know, I can I can strongly remember how you know, you'd go to those games and even in the first quarter, half of the stadium would be standing up, cheering, chanting defense, um, just injecting all of this electric energy into the building. And that really stuck with me, that passion and love for the franchise and for the game of basketball. Um, and that really carried with me into the Steph Curry era and um, made appreciating the Warriors from 14 to 19, this um, incredible team that will go down probably as one of the best runs of all time. Um, just making it that much more amazing because you look at the journey that the team went on to reach that point and how all of that history kind of culminated in this moment where everything came together and these fans, which had been just always supportive, always following the team, even when it was mismanaged and we draft good players and trade them away for nothing and seemingly endless pit of despair that seemed to be the Warriors for some time. You still had these passionate fans who still cared so much for the team and um, their faith was rewarded. And so, you know, I appreciate all of that. And that's really been a big part of my life for some time. And it's really been um, something that I've bonded uh, with my family. My dad and my brother are both big basketball heads as well. So um, it's always going to be near and dear to my heart. Um, of course, my you know my mom and my sister are into basketball as well, but not nearly to the same extent. So um, that's a little bit about me and my history and what brought me here today. And I think you know this is really a great segue to talk about what made me decide to want to take my love and appreciation for the team to the pod and you know it's funny because now uh when i watch warriors games with friends or family um you know i always have to give a caveat because uh when i have friends who reach out and say hey you want to meet up for some drinks and watch the warriors game i have to tell them like okay you know we can watch the game together but just a heads up you know i'm gonna be watching so we can talk a little bit but my focus is gonna be on the game and it's really been like that for quite some time um and my friends have kind of come to accept that fact about me and 
it's really just a part of who I am at this point. Uh, I have lots of thoughts and opinions about the Warriors and following them for so long. I have a lot of passion for the team and what they've done and what they've accomplished, both in the history of their franchise and um, just in the last 15 years that I've been watching them. And it's really been an amazing time to be a Warriors fan. And I have always had a thought in the back of my head that I feel like I could add a lot of value and share my thoughts and feelings. And maybe there's others out there who would appreciate that and get something out of that. So that's really my hope is that I can bring to this podcast some of the energy that I took away from going to those We Believe Warriors games back in Oracle Arena. And whether you're a longtime Warriors fan, a new Warriors fan, don't even like the Warriors and just looking to hear a little bit about the team, you can get a little bit of a taste of what my experience was and some of that magic that really made Oracle the special place that it was. Um, You know, when you look at the Warriors and their franchise and their history, it's actually pretty interesting to think that, you know, you have this team with incredibly rich history with a franchise that's now played in um, several different cities over time, starting in Philadelphia, going to San Francisco, moving to Oakland, and now back in San Francisco. Um, And that's really also reflected in the players that have played for this franchise as well. Wilt Chamberlain, Nate Thurman, Rick Barry, Chris Mullen, Tim Hardaway. Um, And it was so interesting that, you know, the franchise prior to We Believe and, and Steph Curry, there was still that history, but the franchise didn't have that type of success or reputation that let's say the Lakers or the Celtics um, had, for example. So, um, you know, I think we are at a really interesting point in Golden State Warriors history. I think that, you know, you look at what these Warrior teams have done in the last 15 years, they've really redefined basketball going back to Don Nelson, really the invention of small ball playing, um, you know, Stephen Jackson and Al Harrington as these small, these small front court who could shoot threes and switch on defense. And, you know, that was, again, replicated by Steve Kerr moving Draymond Green to the five and, and really what Steph Curry has done for the game as well and, and where players now shoot the three from and how much space there is on offense and all of the analytics that are now being used uh, within the game of basketball and other teams around the league are now really replicating what the Warriors did going back to Don Nelson and the success that they showed under Steve Kerr. So, you know, it's a great time to be a Warriors fan, even with the recent struggles in the last few years. Personally, you know, I think that Steph Curry's got a lot left in the tank. 
I, you know, I see a lot of similarities to Tom Brady and how he's had such a, an incredibly successful and prolonged career. Um, just the way that Steph Curry plays, uh, it's not with ath- athleticism. He's not a sprinter. It's really more like kind of like a marathon. Um, he's just constantly in motion, and it's more about his change of pace and his quick release um, and his ability to outsmart the defense. So uh, I personally am in the camp of not feeling like we're wasting Steph Curry's prime. I think that, you know, the decisions made by the organization, while they're a little controversial at this time, um, I think that Curry's got a lot of years left in the tank. I think so, so does Clay Thompson and Draymond Green. And we do need to continue to add young talent to this roster because, you know, the, those core players on the Warriors consume a significant portion of the cap space. And um, you need to bring in young guys, and those young guys need to be developed and need to be productive. And when you can find that sweet spot of those young players like a Jordan Poole or uh, Toscano Anderson, who you know might not be young age-wise, but just young as far as years in the NBA, uh, when you can capture those moments where they're basically out outplaying how much they're paid, and you have that solid foundation and core, that's really when the team can just reach new heights and maybe get back to that point where it was a few years ago. So that does it for this podcast. Uh, Hope you guys liked hearing about my background, and um, here's to many more podcasts to come. Um, you can catch me on Twitter at SD Orlick, and let's go Warriors! <laughs>